Good morning on this Friday morning and welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about the word sent. In our lives, knowing that we have been sent by God or that someone has been sent makes a big difference in how we approach life and how we approach circumstances and how we approach the very things in our lives that seem to be like a mountain that cannot be overcome. Jesus knew that he was sent. He said unto them in John 8, 42, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceed forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Jesus knew he was sent. And from a position of being sent, we also learned that uh, Paul and Silas were sent by the Holy Ghost and by those men that were praying and fasting with them. In Isaiah, we see in chapter 6 and verse 8, where the question is asked, Whom shall I send? Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here, here am I, send me. In Matthew, we're given the Great Commission, chapter 28, verse 18 and 19, where the scripture says that Jesus came and he spoke unto them, saying, All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always unto the end of the world, or the age. Amen. So Jesus, just like he was sent, also commissioned his disciples. Jesus said, As the Father has sent me, so send I you. So he was sent with all the equipment, all the tools, all the manpower, everything that he needed to both start and accomplish the task. Jesus is building his church. He has given apostles and prophets and teachers and pastors and evangelists for the perfecting of the saints. And because of it, The saints are to reach the maturity of a perfect man, which is the body of Christ. And that body of Christ is us. We are the individuals. Now, when Jesus came into this world, he came and he was manifested in flesh, God in the flesh. He took on a human body. He was born of a virgin. And he dwelt amongst us. And the scripture says, they, those that were there, They beheld and they saw his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, Jesus, when his body, he being the head, comes to the maturity, that full maturity and stature of one man, the whole church, the body of Christ in the earth, then once again will Christ embody Through his church, flesh. In other words, he will become flesh in this sense. In this sense. In that his 
His Spirit dwelling in the hearts of every believer will be following the same line of thought, the same pattern, will be following the same direction that the Holy Spirit is giving to the entire body. The head goes in one direction, the body follows in that direction. The head does and thinks of one thing to accomplish and the body follows that one thing to do and accomplish. So when Christ is manifested in the flesh, and I say this again very carefully, in other words, embodied in His church here on earth, that they will see the glory of God through us. Remember, we're being changed by the Spirit of the Lord from glory to glory. Right now, we've gone through many ages, or I'll call them periods of time, where there's been great awakenings and great revivals. But that is nothing in comparison to what God has prepared for the end times. The body has got to reach its maturity. It was born in an infancy stage in the very beginning, and it is reaching its maturity, its perfection, its direction which God has prepared and made the body for. But at the same time, we must know from a position of knowing, knowing that we are the sons of God, knowing that we are in Him, knowing that we are overcomers, knowing that He has given, He has been given all authority and all power, knowing that that Holy Spirit that dwelt and worked in His life is the same Holy Spirit that has been given to us to be able to work out in this world the work that God has sent us to accomplish. The scripture says in Mark sixteen fifteen, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. In Matthew nine thirty eight, Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth, there's that same word, they're being sent, send forth labors into his harvest. Or in Matthew uh, ten sixteen, Behold, I send you forth as sheep into the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And then we have in Matthew eleven ten, For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before the Lord. Now this is talking about John. John the Baptist, that he was sent forth to prepare the way for Christ. But notice, he was sent just as Jesus was sent, just as his disciples were sent, just as we are also sent into the midst of a crooked and perverse world. In in Acts 7.34, it says, I have seen, I have seen the affliction of my people, which is in Egypt, and I have heard their groanings, and am come down to deliver them. And now come, I will send thee into Egypt. Even Moses was sent. See, he didn't just choose, I'm going to go, even though he tried to deliver the people of Israel 40 years earlier. But he was sent. He didn't accomplish this In his own ability and strength. He was given Aaron as his brother to help him. 
He was given the power of both the word of being God's mouthpiece here on earth and the staff. And he was given the ability to be able to accomplish all the tasks that he needed to do so that Pharaoh would let the people go. In Acts 7.35, the scripture says, Then Moses, this Moses whom they refused, saying, Who has made thee a ruler and a judge? The same did God send to be a ruler and a deliverer. The very one that they had rejected 40 years earlier is the now the one that has been sent to be the ruler and the deliverer by the hand of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. So we see from these scriptures, and there's many more in the book of John, the importance of understanding our position in Christ from a position of knowing. Knowing that we have been predestined, we have been called, we have been chosen, we have been accepted, knowing knowing that our sins are forgiven, knowing that we're a new creature. See, this comes from a relational, a relational position with Christ, where we know Him, we know the Father, we know the Holy Spirit, and from there we get to know. We truly get to know, not from something that we read or have read in a book, but we get to know Him. And from there, knowing Him, then we truly know that we know. In fact, in the book of John, in chapter 17, verse uh, 3, the scriptures talks about this is eternal life, that they may know thee as the one and only true God and Jesus Christ, your Son, whom you have sent. Now, this is important for us to comprehend because, once again, this is coming from a point of knowing and knowing this in our lives makes a big difference because when we don't know something, there's a tendency to fear. There's a tendency to hesitate. There's a tendency of not to go forward because of that fear of the unknown. But if we know, then there is a big difference. Notice John seventeen three. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, or the Anointed One, whom thou hast sent. See, this was Jesus' prayer. Understand, please, that he was saying, in order to understand eternal life, you have to know Jesus you have to know the Father. And you have to know that Jesus was sent as the anointed one. The anointed one for and our behalf. When the Holy Spirit came upon his life, that was the beginning of a ministry of being able to accomplish the works that he was called to do. Invading the darkness, invading the enemy's camp. And coming out victorious, even his life was not taken from him, but he gave it and laid it down for us. Consider this today, food for thought and for the imagination, as we continue tomorrow on Saturday on our thoughts on Zechariah 
And we're going to learn a little bit about the sons of oil. The sons of oil. Consider that. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.